the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Do you think Daniel thought God was in control? I think Daniel knew that God is sovereign over all things, that it doesn't really matter who the human ruler is, that God is in control. Listen, God's in control. God is setting the stage in the world for His return and for His kingdom. All of history has been heading to His return. And all the pieces are coming together. There are so many things we could learn from the life of Daniel, but one of the biggest things to note was that Daniel knew God was in control. He understood that it didn't matter who the earthly ruler was. What mattered was that the God of the universe held him in the palm of his hands. As Pastor Dan teaches today, allow this truth to sink into your heart. God has you. He's in control and knows just what you need. He has a plan, and it is for you, and it is good. So let him in, and let him do what he does best. Now, here's Pastor Dan in the book of Daniel chapter 2 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Daniel went to Arioch, whom the king had appointed to destroy the wise men of Babylon. He went and said thus to him, Do not destroy the wise men of Babylon. Take me before the king, and I will tell the king the interpretation. And then Arioch quickly brought Daniel before the king and said thus to him, I have found a man of the captives of Judah who will make known to the king the interpretation. Verse 26, The king answered and said to Daniel, whose name was Belteshazzar. Remember, the Babylonians gave him that name. Are you able to make known to me the dream which I have seen and its interpretation? And Daniel answered, in the presence of the king. Teenager, going before the king and said, the secret which the king has demanded, the wise men, the astrologers, the magicians, the soothsayers, they cannot declare to the king. All these advisors you're trusting in, they have failed you. They can't help you. He's like 16 years old. Verse 28, But there is a God in heaven who reveals secrets, and he has made known to King Nebuchadnezzar what will be in the latter days. Your dream and the visions of your head upon your bed were these. I want you to note here how Daniel just boldly goes in and verse 27 he you know, denounces the folly of trusting in these worldly advisors. And then he gives all the credit to God. Again, he's a teenager. But I think anybody, even an adult, you know, this is an opportunity where you can make yourself look good in front of the king. And we all know people like that that like to take credit for things that they don't do. And he can make this, hey, well, you know, king, actually I was praying and 
just came to me. You know, he can make it all about himself, but he gives all credit to God. And I think whenever we have the opportunity, we should give credit to God, especially when we have an important audience like the king or your boss or whatever it may be or your class to give glory to God. Notice in verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar's dream has to do with what will be in the latter days. And that's an important phrase for us in the Bible. It's telling us, this is talking about the latter days. It's not just the days of Nebuchadnezzar. His, Nebuchadnezzar's dream is looking into the future, to the latter days of human history, all the way up to the second coming of Jesus Christ, as we're going to see. And this dream shows us that God has a plan for the nations of this world. And God revealed this plan to the most powerful king on the earth, who was not a believer, and it's communicating to Nebuchadnezzar and it's communicating to the Jewish people who are in captivity under Nebuchadnezzar that God, not Nebuchadnezzar, holds the keys to the future. It's all in his hands. God is sovereign. And the future is in God's hands, not Nebuchadnezzar's or anyone else's. And so verse 29, he says, As for you, O king, thoughts came to your mind while on your bed about what would come to pass after this And he who reveals secrets has made known to you what will be. So it's future. But as for me, this secret has not been revealed to me because I have more wisdom than anyone living. For our sakes who make known the interpretation to the king and that you may know the thoughts of your heart. You see the humility here of Daniel. It's not because I'm anything special that God has revealed this to me. It's just the grace of God, the mercy of God. So now he begins to describe the dream. You, O king, were watching, and behold, a great image, or a statue. And this great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold, its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands, that means it's divine, which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. And the wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found. And the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole Earth. And so in this dream, Nebuchadnezzar, he saw a statue that is made of different metals. And this statue is eventually destroyed by a stone that strikes the feet of the statue. And then that stone becomes a great mountain that fills the whole earth. And God here, he wanted to show Nebuchadnezzar the inevitable fate of all the nations of the world. That this is what will happen to every empire, every kingdom, every nation they will all eventually fall. And they will all be succeeded until Jesus Christ returns and establishes his kingdom on the earth and rules over all of the earth. So this dream and this image focuses on the kingdoms that directly impacted Israel and Jerusalem specifically. All of prophecy really revolves around Israel and the city of Jerusalem. And so, yes, there's other kingdoms in other parts of the world throughout history, but we're focusing here on the kingdoms throughout history that play a role in Israel's existence and Jerusalem's existence specifically. 
Look at verse 31 again. The image was described as huge. Its form was awesome, meaning it's terrifying. And maybe this is why Nebuchadnezzar can't go back to sleep. Is it like a nightmare seeing this thing? So disturbing. It's enormous. It's huge. And again, the enormity of this statue, it's representing all of, you know, all of mankind's accomplishments. The greatness of man's achievements. Or man's perspective. Two things to note concerning the metals in the statue. First, they increase in strength as you go down the statue. So silver is stronger than gold. Bronze is stronger than silver. Iron is stronger than bronze. So they increase in strength with each section. Secondly, the metals that are described here decrease in value with each section. So gold is more valuable than silver and so on. So they decrease in value. So with each successive empire, it's stronger than the previous empire, but their value as an empire, their character as an empire decreases. So verse 36, Daniel says to the king, now this is the dream. Now we will tell the interpretation of it before the king. Verse 37, you, O king, are a king of kings. When you're king over all kings on the earth. For the God of heaven has given you a kingdom and power and strength and glory. Notice he says, God has given this all to you. Everything you've got, it's all from God. And wherever the children of men dwell, or the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, he has given them into your hand and has made you ruler over them all. You are the head of gold. So the head of gold represents the Babylonian empire under Nebuchadnezzar. The Babylonians, again, they destroyed Jerusalem and the temple, 586 B.C., and they became the first of the four Gentile empires to dominate Jerusalem, Babylonian Empire lasts until about 539 B.C., then verse 39. But after you shall arise another kingdom, inferior to yours, then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. So the kingdom that arose after Babylon, again, Daniel's writing during the time of the Babylonian Empire. This is all future for him. We can look back in history and see what he's talking about. The kingdom that arose after Babylon, represented in the statue by the chest of arms of silver, is the Medo-Persian Empire. We're going to see that in the book of Daniel. The Medo-Persian Empire lasted from 539 B.C. to 331 B.C. Then came the third kingdom that dominated Jerusalem. And that's represented by the bronze belly and thighs. That was the Greek Empire under Alexander the Great. The Greeks ruled from 331 B.C. to 168 B.C. Now, Josephus, the historian, tells us that when Alexander the Great was in the Middle East with his army, and he's traveling with his army through the land of Israel, he comes to the city of Jerusalem. He's about to lay siege to the city of Jerusalem. And the high priest of the Jews goes out of the city of Jerusalem to speak to Alexander the Great. And he brings with him the scroll of Daniel. And he reads to Alexander the Great these prophecies in the book of Daniel here in chapter 2 and later in chapter 8 describing Alexander the Great and explains to Alexander the Great that this is talking about you. So Alexander the Great decides not to lay siege to the city of Jerusalem and instead goes into Jerusalem and goes into the temple and makes an offering. 
to the Lord there at the temple, and he leaves it alone because of the prophecy that's in Daniel. Save the city. So you've got Alexander the Great, the Greek Empire there, and then in verse 40, and the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything. And like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others. The fourth Gentile kingdom that ruled over Jerusalem was the Roman Empire, right? That takes us up to the time of Jesus. Pastor Dan will share the second half of today's message in just a moment. But first, he'd like to take a moment to tell you how you can receive prayer for your needs. Do you need prayer today? Every week we receive prayer requests from our listeners. If you need prayer for anything at all, we would like to pray for you right now. You can share your prayer request with us through our website, calvaryec.com. Again, that's calvaryec.com or through our church app or by calling us at 410-491-4592. And can I ask you to pray for us as well? Pray for the Ring of Truth radio ministry as we bring the Word of God to those who need it. Thanks, Pastor Dan, and thank you for praying. Now, let's finish today's message. The Roman Empire. It's represented by the iron legs. And the Roman Empire was in power from... 168 B.C. to about 476 A.D. And it it went through several changes over time. So sometimes those dates are different depending on who you're reading uh, because it, it changed. Notice the description again in verse 40 of the Roman Empire. Strong as iron, and as much as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others, the Romans were known for their ability to crush all resistance and to maintain peace and order in their empire. Some scholars see in these two legs of iron an image representing the division of the Roman Empire that takes place in 395 AD, where you have the Western Roman Empire, the Eastern Roman Empire, the Byzantine Empire, So that takes us up through the Roman Empire. That takes us into up to about 476 A.D. We start in 586 B.C. for the Babylonians. All the way up now to 476 A.D. And again, that Roman Empire is going to go through several stages and change. Verse 41 says, Whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, the kingdom shall be Divided. So it's it's talking about this Roman Empire that will be divided. Yet the strength of the iron shall be in it, just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay. And as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong, but also partly fragile. And you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay. They will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. As you move down the statue, you come now to the feet and the ten toes, and these now it's a divided empire of some kind. So again, this is describing for us human history. There are some remnants or components of this Roman Empire that exist all the way up to the second coming of Jesus Christ. It doesn't all completely disappear, right? You know, the Romans, uh, one of the things that made them different from the previous empires, like the Babylonians, the Persians, up until the Romans... Uh, The Babylonians, the Persians, and the Greeks, when they would go in and conquer a land, 
they would use the native people there to rule for them. Right? We've seen that. We saw that in Ezekiel and we saw that in Jeremiah where when the Babylonians came in, they would use Jews and install the Jews to rule over their own people. The Romans, for the first time in history, they brought in what's called imperialism. They're bringing in their own leaders. So they don't put local people in authority. They bring in their own leaders like Pontius Pilate, right? Festus, Felix, Herod the Great. They're bringing in their own leaders and installing their own leaders and bringing in their own military and occupying the territory. And that had never happened before. So that remnant of the Roman Empire still exists today. You still see that happening uh, politically and militarily in the world today. It says here, these ten toes, they possess iron, so they have some of the strength of the former Roman Empire. They have the ability to crush resistance. They have the ability to maintain peace and order in the world through their imperialism. Now, this final section here, these feet in verse 41 to 43, we've never seen anything that fits this description, right? So we're living at the ankle, just above the feet. And we're waiting to see what this ten-toe confederation of nations that aren't really, you know, they're strong, but they're brittle, they're fragile, They don't really adhere to one another. You know, it sounds like it's talking about some kind of, you know, confederacy that that doesn't really stay together among nations, or it's possibly that it's, instead of ten nations, it could be ten economic regions. We're not really sure what this is going to be, but it's something that is yet to come. that hasn't happened yet. And we'll see later in the book of Daniel that it's out of this ten kingdom stage or this ten nation stage or whatever it may be, the Antichrist will begin to rise to power out of it. Right? So again, we're at the ankle, right above. And so verse 44, it's in the days of these kings that God of heaven will set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. So this is the stone that comes And the kingdom shall not be left to other people. It shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms. And it shall stand forever. And as much as you saw that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands. It's divine. It's not from man. And that it broke in pieces the iron, the bronze, the clay, the silver, and the gold. The great God has made known to the king what will come to pass after this. The dream is certain, and its interpretation is sure. And so this is the climax of the vision, where this stone comes and destroys, listen, all the kingdoms of mankind, and establishes a kingdom over all the earth that exists forever. And that stone is Jesus Christ. He's always referred to as the stone. He's the stone that comes And he's going to destroy all the world's systems, all the systems of man. And he's going to establish his own kingdom in this world. And it will stand forever. So verse 46, Then King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face, prostrate before Daniel, and commanded that they should present an offering, an incense to him. And the king answered Daniel and said, Truly your God is the God of gods, the Lord of lords, the Lord of kings, and a revealer of secrets, since you could reveal this secret. Now don't, don't think that, De- that uh, Nebuchadnezzar is like born again right here. 
He's not. Even the demons acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, right? Then the king promoted, now watch this, then the king promoted Daniel and gave him many great gifts and he made him, notice, ruler over the whole province of Babylon. Wow, what a day this has been for Daniel, huh? Talk about a promotion. Remember in the morning, he's praying, he's worried that he's going to get cut to pieces. End of the day, he's in charge of everything. (laughs) And chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. Now, if this were a movie, pretend the screen goes black. White letters pop up on the screen. 400 years later. 400 years later, Matthew chapter 2. In Jerusalem, wise men from the east come riding into town. They go to Herod the Great, and they say, we're here to worship the one born the king of the Jews. How did those wise men from the east know when the Messiah would be born in Israel? Because Daniel was placed in charge of all the wise men of Babylon. And apparently Daniel communicated to them when the Messiah, the Savior of the world, the King of the Jews, would be born in Israel. And that information passed on down the line for 400 years. And so you've got this group of wise men that show up in Jerusalem, wise men from the east, wise men from Babylon, because of Daniel, I believe. Now also, Daniel petitioned the king. Now watch this. Listen, you guys that work in companies, you work in the government, Daniel petitioned the king and he set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over the affairs of the province of Babylon. Here's what Daniel does. He uses his position that he has now to raise up other believers so they also could have positions, high-level positions within the government. That's a pretty cool thing to do. Again, those of you that work within the government and you are given that kind of authority, man, to put a brother or sister in Christ who's capable of doing the job, He's qualified in those key positions within the government. But Daniel sat in the gate. Again, the gate, remember, is where the rulers sat. He sat in the gate of the king. So Daniel now is among the rulers over Babylon. Again, starting the day as a captive, a slave who may lose his head, ending the day ruler over the whole province of Babylon, chief administrator of over all the wise men, sitting in the gate of the king. You think Daniel thought God was in control? Think Daniel knew that God is sovereign over all things? That it doesn't really matter who the human ruler is? That God is in control? I say God's in control. God is setting the stage in the world for his return. And for his kingdom. All of history has been heading to his return. And all the pieces are coming together. For his kingdom to come. And when he comes, he's going to do away with the world system. All the systems of man. And he's going to create his kingdom on earth. And his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He asked me how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest. Cr- 
You've been listening to Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Daniel. Regardless of the various leaders that Daniel finds himself under, it's obvious through Daniel's accounts that God is higher and greater than any earthly king. He alone holds the dominion and power that others so often strive to attain. Daniel never lost sight of this, and it was only confirmed time and time again, as God came through in unlikely situations. If today's message has struck a chord with you, we'd like to talk with you. Please give us a call at 410-491-4592. That number again is 410-491-4592. You can also send us an email through our website, calvaryec.com. If you're not connected yet with the local church, we highly encourage you to find a church home It will help guide and support you in your growing faith. If you're ever in the Columbia, Maryland area, we'd love to have you join us at Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Each week, we gather together for a time of worship and Bible study, and we'd love to meet you. Visit our website at calvaryec.com to find directions and service times. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Dan will have more to share from the book of Daniel next time right here on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that craft and am what I know because I know His voice and it only takes willingness and a conscious choice. You need not guess there's a ring of truth that is unmistakable and knowing that you cannot find alone and General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.